So I'm immediately just gonna become like an awkward bean. So it's not okay. <laughs> Don't be awkward. I, I really do feel like this is like a setting that's just so much more you to like touch your toe into this like world. Mm -hmm. Because if, I genuinely feel like if someone should have an online presence, like and like their opinion should be heard and like making a difference online. I feel like you should. I feel mm -hmm. like absolutely like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but I really do. I feel like this is something you should be doing. So, great way to tip your toe in. Yeah. But if you're listening, hello, this is the inaugural podcast. Drum roll, please. Um, of a podcast that doesn't have a name. True. <laughs> We've been playing around with a few different ones, and I don't know. I've been shooting down every single idea she's ever had. So that's true. So if you, <laughs> <laughs> the so, effort is definitely not coming from this side. <laughs> so, so if by the time this is released, there's an actual name associated with this podcast. We we've done it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've accomplished happened. a goal. But um, basically, uh, I'm Morgan. I have a YouTube channel where this is going to be posted as a video. So there's a video series. Um, <laughs> <laughs> video series um, available as well on my YouTube channel. It's Tinsley Trials, and um, you can find us on social media and all those kinds of things. But I'm Morgan, and then um, across the table, my name is Jamie. I'm I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's a, a good friend. We've met through college, and now he's a roommate, and he's a wonderful individual in my life. I don't tell him that very often because normally we're just catty to each other. <laughs> but um, basically this goal for this podcast, basically an hour is ideal. Um, may, sometimes it might be a little short, sometimes it might be a little long. I think we're willing to give ourselves that flexibility. But uh, weekly, just sit down, have a conversation, it can be about whatever. I mean, a number of things I feel like we're going to talk about. I am our extrovert, so I feel like sometimes I'm going to take over, but at the same time, there are so many topics I feel like you have such like a good yeah. hit on, like nail. Well, and honestly, sometimes I don't mind just listening because mm -hmm. in most aspects of like <laughs> social issues and like stuff like that, I don't know a whole lot, and you do, mm -hmm. and so I don't mind kind of just sitting back, because I'm willing to be like, I don't know anything about anything <laughs> like or I just know like the the surface of things I don't really delve deep into things well so. and, and maybe that is where this podcast is going to turn to like sometimes we might be like you know neither one of us know a lot about what's going on with this and like maybe you don't either and so we just like dive deep I'm, I've got my laptop up while we do this you know dive deep do some research to figure out you know what is this topic you know what's really happening with this and figure out where you know our activism or you know whatever with that situation just kind of lies and I think that's I think that's something people are afraid to do sometimes mm -hmm. I think people are afraid to like say you know I don't know I don't know much about this yeah. and people just like share those like I hate calling them memes but they're basically like like infographics you know well, memes right. on yeah. like Facebook or Twitter or wherever and, the, and there's like no fact checking involved and there's right. no actual research done it's just like I saw this it made me laugh or it, or it sort of makes sense, yeah. and then I'll share it, and then, oh wait, everything is wrong about it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and like Trump 
as we as we know, refers to the fake news all the time. But there, I mean, genuinely, like, there's a lot of media oh, out it's... there that's so just awful, one way or the other. Right. And to get true neutrality is very difficult, and we are certainly biased, you know, oh, as yeah. far as, like, right, right or left wing. We are combined mm-hmm. a pretty liberal friendship. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, for kind of obvious reasons, I feel, you know... Yeah, I mean, and I can... And we can both see both sides of the argument, though. I yeah. mean, we're not just, we're not totally 100% complete biased. Mm-hmm. Other people will probably say that we are just because of who we are. Right. And our age group. I mean, when I see something, I can usually see that there are two sides to a story. Not everything is black and white mm-hmm. and everything like that. So. Absolutely. But, and everything won't be political, so that won't be right. our only conversations. Gosh, what, what a lovely that podcast. Depressing. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to NPR Monio Public Radio. <laughs> just, just a weekly podcast of devastating political events. Side note, are we keeping the language clean here or no? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I censor myself really hard on and trials and I'm not including this in the podcast that's a great question like are we going to censor ourselves here because like um, on the sometimes radio- I can't help it and, right. happen, and I don't want to like you give me an awkward look like, <laughs> oh no <laughs> well and then it would be exchanged via you know video right. like they would see that in the video we're going to put like a not a disclaimer I hate a disclaimer but like because we're not going to talk about well you I'm can- not going to be insensitive I mean I try not to because right. cursing a lot is very just like unintelligent it's right it's just, yeah, I just, sometimes to get a point across, sometimes I have to. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, and I think, I think it's honest to say that, you know, we're not perfect individuals. All right. There may be curse words. We may talk, but also we may talk about really adult subjects. Right. So I think putting a, you know. Well, the, so at least in the title. This isn't, yeah, this isn't family friendly, you know, yeah. necessarily. And like, we could, you know, put ex- the little E explicit on our, you know, not because, oh, yeah. not because of our content being, you know, vulgar or anything like that, because sometimes we might get really ticked off, and mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to censor myself when I don't think this setting, right. because I, I, do, I really do censor myself to be family friendly, in my other videos. Don't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my obnoxious dog, and the cat, at constant battle. <laughs> <laughs> they can't decide if they're friends. Or if they're mortal enemies. And I think it leans more mortal enemies. But um, if you guys watched if you guys watched my channel <laughs> Izzy. If you guys watch my channel, um, then you all see it. We introduced Izzy to you guys um, on Wednesday. And uh, Here she is again. <laughs> say hi say hi to the people. <laughs> she, she looks so happy to be here. <laughs> okay, go, go, go. <laughs> So, um, you know, I think I censor myself so much on tens of trials while still being open. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I mean, I talk about my infertility, I talk about bariatric surgery, I talk about, like, all those things. I'm, I'm an open individual, but I don't, you know... Do the nitty-gritty details. Yeah. Because, one, I mean, I, I understand that. I mean, one, it's like, not really anybody's business about that kind of stuff. Right. <laughs> I mean, you can give them the overview without giving, like, the graphic details, but... Well, and also, like, they're meant to be shorter. So, like, a podcast can be an hour long, mm-hmm. and we'll put that whole video up on the channel. Yeah. Whereas a regular YouTube video runs between, like, 
15 and I would say 23 minutes to be on the safe side oh, yeah. of people are going to watch this. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, you know, this might be a table we come to vent at, you know, and it might be a table where, you know, I sit and listen to you and you sit and listen to me when we just really have something on our hearts. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think that when you come to your friend, which is really what this is, is like coming together, like just get it out there. Right. And um, so that's where so many of our conversations start from. Is like we just just get it out there. Yeah. We have that friendship. And so I don't, I don't think coming to this table and being less than what we normally are with ourselves is fair to ourselves either. And I mean. I feel like in this day and age, people appreciate like that vulnerability at the same time. Oh yeah. So I feel like audience member wise, that's appropriate as well. Mm-hmm. But if you feel differently, leave a comment. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and yeah. Because and if you have a topic you want us to talk about, leave a comment. Like those. Yeah, because I mean, I'm already like, I don't know what to talk about. I mean, <laughs> you can literally talk. You could probably fill like three hours worth of like, your own podcast <laughs> about whatever. But like. But see, I kind of like that because then I can feed off of that. Right. I can get into my own. I feel like sometimes maybe we should have like a piece of paper of like if there's like stuff you specifically want to talk about. 100%. Or we should each come up with like five (laughs) to six ideas or something like that between the two. Or each. Yeah. And then we just, whatever we really want. And like sometimes like mark like this one. I need to hit on this one right now. Like Mm -hmm. I need to hit on this one. Um, We talked uh, in Wednesday's video a little bit about bariatric surgery. Uh, I'm likely having bariatric surgery, you know, late this year, and um, that will likely be talked about, you know, here and there as I go through those steps. Uh, Jamie's been a big part of that journey already, because, and he is my roommate, but also one of my closest friends, so we talk at length about, you know, my, my fears and everything there, so that, you know, as it gets closer, you know, as we go through steps, or, you know, maybe there's a date set, you know, might come up. But um, currently we're in the process of trying to do keto. Right. <laughs> Which, I mean, like the past maybe two weeks hasn't really been going the best. But, but like I said before, right. at this point, I'm just glad we're eating healthier. Oh, yeah. And we're not, I'm not doing the fast food for every friggin' meal. Right. And just fried stuff. I'm eating more vegetables, which... Never, ever have I done before. <laughs> Besides, Besides potatoes. And potatoes. <laughs> so, I mean, which... Well, and I've, and I've read places. It's it's a good way to maybe kick off your weight loss. Mm-hmm. But as a long-term yeah. kind of weight loss plan, it works for some. But for a lot of people, it's not the best. Right. Because, and honestly, it just takes the fun out of everything. I mean, you can have alternatives... And right. like that, but like, I mean, what you're not supposed to do is have any sugar, any bread, right. anything. You can't drink alcohol, you can't do any kinds of right. this stuff. And so that, it's like, okay, I want to lose weight and be healthy, but I need some fun in my life. And right. I don't want to like, not do that. Which, granted, the past two weeks, <laughs> we, we have, have been, been indulging a all lot. Of we should have. Yeah, like, we right. had ice cream yesterday, and we had sushi on Friday, and chicken nuggets <laughs> but at the same time like like I, I I hate that this is the part I hate about dieting is I feel like it moralizes food and this is a deep topic to dive 
Day one. Day one. <laughs> Captain's Log. Day one. <laughs> I feel like, oh man, that's what we should name it. Captain's Log. <laughs> oh god. And, um, I feel like it's a deep topic, topic to dive, like, dive this deep on, like mm-hmm. the very first podcast. But like, food moralizing is such a friggin' problem. Like, you know, to have the, the fact that I have actually physically felt guilt after eating something yeah. in the last two weeks is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's because of how, as a whole, this country moralizes food. Yeah. And, like, how, because I'm a person of size, like, I should feel guilty when I have a donut or, like, those kinds of things. And here's the thing. If you look back on, like, how we were previously eating, and we just ate whatever the heck we want, whenever we want it, multiple times a day, like, we were probably eating, like, five and six calories. Five hundred... Five and six... six calories. (laughs) What a diet. (laughs) Five and six thousand calories without even realizing it. Yeah. Just by having... Excuse me. Just by having so much fast food and, like, all those other things. Mm -hmm. So... The fact that now, like, we have, like, really good staple meals, and then, like, maybe have, like, we had sushi, like, last Friday, after two months of keto, you know, really, like, six good weeks and, like, two-ish weeks, but, like, we shouldn't have to feel guilty about those things, and is that, you know, reprogramming that we have to do in our own brains? Absolutely. But also, like... As a country, we need to talk about the fact that, you know, treating yourself, treat Joe's thing, <laughs> is, is not as a whole a bad thing. Especially when you really do the math, we have like, what, over two weeks we had, what, five or six things that were not, like, keto-friendly? Oh, and, yeah. And that's not five or six meals. That's right. like, you know... Five, yeah, it was never like a full, it was like... Besides sushi. It was sushi. usually dessert. I mean, it was usually just, we wanted something sweet. Right. And you made brownies or we went to get ice cream or something. Right crap like that yeah and like in the grand scheme of things when all the other things you're eating are vegetables you know and and animal fats and proteins like and like fruit like in the grand scheme of things like oh no (laughs) but we feel bad about it Mm -hmm. because of the moralizing factor that there is just set up around food and I think that's what I hate about dieting and I think that's like why the idea of bariatric surgery is like more attractive to me in the long run obviously we're doing this because i want to get healthier before that surgery i have long-term goals that i want to meet you have long-term goals you want to meet and we want as a whole to feel better and be healthier Mm -hmm. long-term goals um are there some aesthetic goals in there yeah i mean everybody has those in there because that's just unfortunately again as a society it's kind of how our brains are wired you know i need to look a certain way i need to act a certain way and i feel like i'm a pretty body positive person i know you i may have agreed in the past and um i feel like this channel will be body positive but there will be discussion about weight loss i feel like just as a whole this country needs to wrap its brain around the idea that Food should not be moralized. Our bodies are good no matter what they look like, and our importance is on our health. And you know who knows about our health? Maybe, maybe our close loved ones and friends, but primarily our healthcare providers. Yeah. And that conversation is between me and them. And you're not, you know, like as a whole, like the world is not invited to that conversation just because I post a picture on in- Instagram right. with hashtag plus size. Right. Like, 
told you this is a, this is a, this is a deep tangent record. number one. Should we keep a tally? <laughs> tangent numero uno. <laughs> Accomplished. But I mean, and I and I've seen you struggle with this. And I mean, you're I mean you're part of the gay community. And I mean, you can talk I'm sure for hours about how the gay community treats like plus size dudes. Oh yeah, don't even get me started. That's like <laughs> the second you get past maybe like. 200 plus pounds you're considered like obese and fat and mm -hmm. it's like you aren't even looked at as like a real human being anymore because unless you're like ripped and you spend <sighs> every waking minute at the gym and you don't eat anything or you eat nothing but protein so you only way you can keep that off is if you spend every waking minute at the gym then it's like then you're acceptable and you're attractive and all those fun things which is great but like you said before, earlier, you you're such a body positive person. I never really have had anybody like that mm -hmm. in my immediate life or anything like mm -hmm. that. Like it's always your been, inner circle. Yeah, it's always been like people like on YouTube or like mm -hmm. celebrities or whatever. And so it's just nice to have someone that's like, this is my body. I don't give a fuck what you think. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Well, and and that's that was a, that was a huge journey because uh, again. We talked about this like we're not gonna bash our parents like oh, in no. this in this no. podcast. Yeah. That's not what this is about. Now, as a disclaimer, if for some reason my parents end up watching this, I love you. I don't mean to speak ill of you, but if it happens, it happens. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just put that out there in the universe right now. Because I know between the both of us right. it's gonna come up. Oh yeah. So. Well and like what I was just thinking about was like my mom um, has feels as though she struggled with her weight her entire life. Mm -hmm. Now, when she married my dad, she was like a size 12. Oh, okay. But she thought she was humongous. <laughs> everything's, everything's, everything's good. Don't pathetic. <laughs> so, my mom thought she was huge. And like, she looks stunning in her wedding pictures. She looks curvy. She's got like a really defined natural waist. She's got lovely like hips. She has, she's, she just looks like a curvy woman. Mm -hmm. And like in every way that would make her instigator Instagram famous today like it's incredible but she thought she was ginormous and I mean that doesn't stem just from my mom's own thoughts that stems from the way her mother treated her sorry <laughs> get a little refreshment check to see if the rabbit was still alive but so my mom like is a plus-size woman now but she was at one point um, like a size 26 mm -hmm. and she's five six and so she was she was very heavy <laughs> I, won't, I won't spill all her tea and give away you know a number and but she she did keto she did you know gluten-free she did a number of diets but she like had me on Adkins when I was really a little kid like nine mm -hmm. and because um, my doctors were worried and uh, my mom straight up told uh, told me, like, I don't know, like, a, as an adult, 18 or 19, she's like, you know, I didn't have all the answers, so I felt really bad, like, restricting your food and doing all these things. And also, like, I grew up in a middle class family, but we were on the lower middle class side for a long time when I was little. Yeah. And... Um, when, when you don't have a lot of money, but you got three kids, I mean, what do you eat? Right. You have Pop-Tarts and spaghetti and, 
you know, uh, what do they call sloppy joes, like yeah. Cheetos, like those are the things that they put in our cabinet because they fill us up because they were carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was something we didn't know better. And I just think as a whole, like my parents are wonderful, wonderful, wonderful human beings and they love their children. But they didn't know better. And in the long run, it hurt me and my siblings. I mean, it did. And, you know, now that, you know, Megan has kids of her own. So Megan's the oldest, and so she has two kids. And Megan's kids are in great shape. They're by no means, I mean, they're petite, if anything. They're by no means struggling with, you know, their weight in any way. And even though Megan is, it's because she has a better understanding of nutrition Mm -hmm. in 2018 than my parents did in 1990. Right. You know? So that, like, is a huge part of everything. And now, granted, Donnie, her husband, is very, you know, more petite, smaller set, thinner as, like, in general. Mm -hmm. So that might play into where, you know, their bodies lie. But she's been on purpose very aware of what they put in their mouths and like what they prefer overall is food because she doesn't want them to develop poor eating habits and like emotional eating habits right because those are things we developed you know you 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 get broken up with buy a tub of ice cream like i remember my dad doing that she's not even really really aware so like i don't know just like the knowledge of nutrition is so different so like we have that benefit now that our parents did it oh yeah but well, and I remember when I was younger, um, I mean, my parents have never really, my mom has always tried to put, like, a healthier mindset into us, mm-hmm. but we were just little shits when we were younger, and I didn't <laughs> want to eat vegetables, I didn't want to eat mm-hmm. broccoli or green beans or even carrots, I was just like, I ate bread, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I remember, after I get home from school, just taking a handful of bread from the loaf of bread mm-hmm. and just going in my room and eating it. And just sitting down and eating it. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> what? How? What does that, how does that happen? Right. But I mean, it's not like it's my parents' fault or anything yeah. like that. I mean, we, we were the same way. I mean, we had like Pop-Tarts and just kind of crap food all over the house. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like I said, my mom, she tried, but it was just right. so difficult for us to get, <laughs> like, eat healthy. Yeah. And we were a family that ate fast food all the time. Like my mom, she still made like home-cooked dinners and stuff like that, but a lot of the time it was just easier. I mean, with three kids. Right, yeah, I mean, same just situation. Go to the dollar menu, get some burgers or some tacos or mm-hmm. whatever, and just do that. So, and I don't know, I just, being older now, I mean, like you said, there's just more accessible information about nutrition. There's right. ways you can, and you can still enjoy the same things you were enjoying before yeah, just, just like healthy alternatives and, and moderation and moder- moderation's a big one <laughs> sometimes you just need to stuff your face that's how you get fat <laughs> but I mean I digress and I mean like I have like a, a thyroid disorder that went untreated for 23 years mm-hmm. like my mom probably felt so bad because like they just never caught it you know and those kinds of things but I can't even imagine, you know, trying to police 
all three of your kids' diets and like work. She was a working mom. She worked long hours. And I mean, I know your mom was the same way. Like we grew up in very similar situations as far as like our parents. And, you know, I, I was very, very lucky to spend a lot of time with my grandparents after school because they lived close by and they were happy to watch us. And I remember if we ate dinner at my grandmother's house, because the portions were so much smaller, mm-hmm. I would go home and be like, Mom, Dad, I'm still hungry. Like, like oh, yeah, because you ate at Grandma's house, and like, the portions were so much smaller. Uh, like, I was eating as much as my grandfather was eating. Yeah. Like, and, you know, in 1990, he would have been, like, 71. Yeah. Not even? Hold on. So he would have only been, like, 62. Mm-hmm. So... A 60-year-old man, which is, like, where my, like, dad is at. So, like, he wasn't quite 70 when I was eating at their house a lot, right? So, I was eating as much as, like, a 60, you know, 5, 70-year-old man. And that's too much food for an 8-year-old kid. Right. But I was eating that because my family overate for so long. And, like, my dad grew up very thin, and he only got heavy once he was out of the military and everything. Mm-hmm. So like, it doesn't make any sense right. that, you know, and my mom, although she felt as though she was heavy, she wasn't. Right. She was curvy. And what was a size 12 then is now like a size 8. Mm-hmm. So like, that's not big. No. And so I think it was literally just the quality of food and the quantity of food was just inappropriate. And, again, I just didn't know better. And I feel like, also, this, like, social media frenzied world we now live in totally changes things. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you can see pictures of your sister's kids on Facebook. And, you know, you can see what people are eating on Instagram. And you're kind of held accountable a little bit by what you're posting because I'm like not gonna lie even I will be a little judgmental if you were posting fried chicken for a nice in a row <laughs> well that goes along with like seeing pictures of other people mm. like celebrities mm-hmm. just random people like, like tumblr models or like twitter models or instagram models uh-huh. seeing that can be like so jacked up for you mm-hmm. and it's like and I mean everybody knows this but it's like that's part of the reason why, like going back to like the, the moralizing of food. I mean, oh, yeah. Like, I eat a donut and then I go on Instagram and I see these people who look like they shouldn't be human. And then, is he? <laughs> She's squeaking her ball. I wonder how long she's been doing that without us noticing. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me to do it this? Oh, Instagram oh, models. And- yeah, just, I mean, the whole social media thing has really screwed a lot of us up and oh, it's yeah. I'm just I, yeah, thanks Mark Zuckerberg I can't even tell you how many times I've contemplated throwing or not throwing like, deleting like Twitter Instagram Snapchat all that off of my phone just because sometimes it's like overwhelming and then I get into like a funk and then I'm right. like an app on my phone shouldn't be allowing myself to do this <laughs> right and I think it's like also like not even just food but like the lives people are living like you see Mm -hmm. your friends going on these trips and like you're broken at home (laughs) 
and like you see people like going on shopping or like their new like designer bags or like all these things that people have as possessions or people are doing like as far as trips go and things like that and I think you do think to yourself well, why can't I afford to do these things and the number one thing I have to remind myself is what credit card did they put that on right I have to say that to myself if I don't if I don't think about that internally and maybe they didn't like that's me putting judgment on people but really it's also for myself yeah. like okay my 25 year old friend bought a six thousand dollar Louis Vuitton bag like right. as an example like what credit card did they put that on? Because I know, like, it's not like a parents are wealthy situation. They don't own their own business. Like, mm -hmm. they're not, like, someone who has a master's degree and is working some fancy job. If you're doing that and you're doing the most, good for you! <laughs> but, like, like... But, like, eight times out of ten. Not it's, the situation. There's something that had to get some sort of credit or something. Uh -huh. Which, or you'll take <laughs> <laughs> um, Or, like, some sort of, like, counterfeit bag off of Wish or something like that. Oh, true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. They could have bought like a six thousand dollar bag for like two or three hundred dollars. That's real leather, but it's not made by the brand that it says it's made by. Right. And like working for Amazon, like we see that all the time. People are like, I bought this Gucci belt off of Amazon. I'm like, you dumb. <laughs> but I bought this. I bought it for like two hundred dollars. Okay. <laughs> right, and they expect it to be like a legitimate Gucci belt, and I'm like, oh girl, that is not what we do right. first of all if you're buying gucci anywhere from a gucci store and the gucci website it's not gucci yeah. <laughs> like pretty much that's unless somebody has like a receipt and you're buying it like re, like somebody's like reselling used, it, yeah, yeah resale that's what I'm, yeah so unless you're buying it like resale from someone and they have like a receipt proof of purchase mm -hmm. but i don't know it's just like this whole like social media life like it doesn't show very often the bad stuff and I think that that's I think that's part of why I'm open on the internet mm -hmm. I think like like even on Facebook I will talk about infertility and I will talk about having surgery and you know it's it's different it's and sometimes like I know women who have, who I know personally and have talked to me as an aside who have gone through infertility but they never once posted on Facebook because there's kind of a shame like there's like this like attachment that people have to it that's like shameful and because I'm overweight and because I've dealt with fibroids and I have infertility people are gonna assume it's because I'm fat right a hundred percent people see me posting gotta have another surgery got all these fibroids get them out of my body people see me posting those things they're gonna assume oh it's because she's fat yeah. Morgan's doing this to herself but you want to know what? If I don't say something, if somebody doesn't, anybody, anybody, somebody doesn't say something, then the, the stigma doesn't change. People's opinions, perceptions, they do not change. And I think that's 100% like what really gets me started with this podcast. Like personally, like somebody's got to say something. Maybe that's what we should name it. Somebody's got to say something. That's actually a decent idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I like that idea too because I am not that open on social media mm. because one I mean it's like the big one like I'm just afraid of what everyone else is going to think about me right and two I mean a lot of the stuff that I believe in my family believes literally the exact opposite so I'm like I don't know what to say plus I don't know I just 
I just never been really that open on Facebook or right. like anything like that. So this is why I'm excited about this. Right. Is because I can. I have right. an outlet to do it now. So. Well, and we're already close friends. So like. Right. Yeah, there's a camera here. Yeah, there's a microphone. Yes, we're recording all of this. Like these things are happening. Mm -hmm. But it really just feels like a conversation you and I would have. Like yeah. this is something we could be sitting on the couch and be doing. Right. So I think that's part of what like makes this exciting for me because mm -hmm. you're not an open person. Yeah. Like so it took me almost a year <laughs> to get you to open up to me because that, that's a story we should tell story time. <laughs> As I mentioned, we met through college, so mm -hmm. we go to Emporia State, and Jamie was a transfer student in the fall of 16? Yes. yes. So yeah. the fall of 16, he was a transfer student. We met on audition day. Yeah. Yeah, because I was sitting, I was manning the table for auditions. No, it wasn't a regular scheduled audition. This is really not, doesn't matter, but... I had to have a makeup audition because I missed the actual audition. Oh. And you and Tyler were just sitting, I don't know what you guys were doing, but because oh. I had sat in on acapella choir mm. and awkwardly sitting there. It was so uncomfortable. And then I, yeah, and then just waited for Dr. Weichel and Speedy to come. Oh. So yeah, it wasn't the actual audition day. Gotcha. So that's when we first met. Right. That literally doesn't make literally, any difference. Yeah. It could have been either way. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, so we met, I mean, I introduced myself, I asked, I think I remember asking you, like, what year you were, and you said you were a transfer, I was like, oh, I'm a transfer, you know, I was trying to build those bonds again, I am the extrovert, right. and I want to be friends with everyone, and so, I was like, but you were so reserved, yeah. and it took being in the opera, and, like, getting to know you through that process, mm -hmm. we were in Alice in Wonderland, spring of 17 together, and you had it was one a really great experience for you like to get in like toes deep oh, into yeah. that experience and it opened you up to the incredible performance you had mm -hmm. in the Mikado this last year um, you saw that show so hard <laughs> <laughs> hair flips hair flips hair flips but like for real like I was I was speaking with Dr. Ward afterwards and he was like man Jamie stole that show <laughs> It's just so true. You're just so funny, and that's like a side of you that like people have to work to get to see. But like mm -hmm. you're so free on stage in character that like sorry, I'm like checking the camera no, because it's got like a maximum recording time. Oh, you're good. Um, so you're like so free in your characters on stage that you're able to be Jamie mm -hmm. in a way that like you're reserved about with me, and um, like now we're like such good friends, like. At this point, it's like, we family. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know too much. <laughs> yeah, we can't not be friends anymore. <laughs> I don't know how vindictive she really is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the two. <term. laughs> but. but yeah, so it's. I think this is a great way for like you to really... To spread my wings. Spread your wings. And like... Because I do wish I was more vocal about things. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm just sitting there and I... I want to say something, and I don't, and I'm like, you're you're 23 years old, <laughs> it's time to, <laughs> to fuck up. Fuck up, fuck up, let it rip, tater tip. <laughs> and it's just, hopefully this will crack me out of my shell even more, so. Good. Well, we have two close friends <laughs> that um, we are in a, a group chat with, that's how you know, that's how you know the love is real, <laughs> there's a group chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so we have a, a chitty chitty chat with Katie, who you guys would know if you watch my videos. Um, and then Tyler, who's actually been in a video too. We colored his hair blue one time on my channel. That video is like the second or third most viewed video on my channel, actually. Really? Yeah, it's been seen like by over a thousand times. Oh, wow. But still the number one, contouring by fat face. <laughs> 43,000 views and counting. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to know how many people had to like actually type that out. <laughs> I know. Con I think I think contouring and then fat face bring it up. I don't think you have to put like the exact phrasing. <laughs> That'd be weird. Contouring my fat face. <laughs> yeah. Forty-three million searches. <laughs> but no, I know that like that view is like crazy ridiculous. But Tyler's blue hair video that we did mm -hmm. is a really casual video, but it's well loved by. The populace that like allows for longer. I don't know. Well, that's weird that it's like. What's the limit on it? It's like twenty minutes. It's like twenty two minutes. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it is really weird. Anybody out there, the Panasonic G Seven, let a <laughs> let a whole know <laughs> how to fix her maximum record time because it records in four K, so we could be shooting four K video, mm. but I don't because I think it reduces again the maximum record time. Uh -huh. So I need to do some research. We'll figure that out. So there'll be some edits and some jumps a little bit in this, but that'll be all right. Yeah. We'll figure it out. <clears throat> but yeah, so Katie and Tyler um, may join us a little bit on here. Um, we'll see if there's something that's really kind of been like poking and prodding at all of us. I feel like that could be a thing. And um, maybe we'll get joined by Brad. Maybe, maybe yeah. because... I've never gotten my husband to do anything <laughs> on my channel. I wanted him to like try to do my makeup or like play a game or a Q&A or something with me and he is just not interested. Yeah. So and this, I mean, he, he, like, he likes listening to podcasts, so yeah. I would assume he wouldn't mind. I think it's just this, the camera. Um, I think the camera okay. might set him off. I guess I could see that. Because like, he doesn't even take pictures with me very often. Yeah. Like it's a rare occurrence. I can't remember the last time we took a picture together. Your wedding, probably. <laughs> Stop! It's been more recent than that. I can't think of when, but... <laughs> I know we took one, like, last 4th of July. Or the New Year's. Not the recent one, but last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but, yeah. So, we might have some, like, uh, guest friend appearances. Um... There might be times when, I don't know, I think we talked about this a little bit, like something might be weighing really heavily on our hearts, like something could happen in our lives, like something devastating, something really exciting, something that just like is such a huge moment that we might want to talk about it. Like, like Jamie's mom moved to Greece, and I'm yeah. sure you got some feelings about it. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not as strong as when it first happened, but. Yeah, it's been almost a year now. No, not a year. Not even that. It's been like, like seven months. Well, yeah, I'd say closer to six, seven months. Like yeah. So I just, I don't know why I was thinking a year. I think we found out about it, what, almost a year ago? No, it was like last November when we found out about it. Oh gosh, so we yeah, found it out. Was, it, it, it was last happened. minute. <laughs> it happened like within four months of them finding out that that was going to happen. So. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now there are any feelings about oh, <laughs> Mama, I love you. <laughs> Mom and Dad. <laughs> oh gosh, but, but I mean, like that's just an example, yeah. <laughs> like of something that would be happening. 
that could like really trigger a conversation. Like my grandfather passed away in January, like mm-hmm. that, like something like that could obviously trigger a conversation. And um, school starting soon. Oh, yeah. school is starting in just more, barely more than a month. Yeah. Barely more than a month. I'm sure, we'll have plenty of things to say about school. I'm sure. So if you guys are in college, or uh, you're about to go to college, <laughs> mm-hmm. reconsider. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, Try to find a different path. Your <laughs> trade schools are accepting applications. <laughs> <laughs> So we might have a lot to say about college. Obviously, a lot to say about choir, music. Oh yeah. I feel like there's a lot to be discussed about that. Especially like right now, I feel like the choral music world is like up in arms a little bit. Like yeah, well, especially at ESU, it's the whole performing arts and just arts department is almost kind of under fire. Right. It's under attack right now, and it's really. It's aggressive. Well, I mean, we'll talk about what happened this that's, past semester. Yeah, that should be a cool thing. Because <laughs> it was it was pretty jacked up what happened. Um, but that's definitely, that could probably take up like two, <laughs> two the whole podcast. <laughs> I mean, tears included. Yeah. I mean, and that could be, that could be a Katie and Tyler conversation too. Um, but oh, I, yeah. I feel like us alone, we have so many we'll feelings. Dr. Ward in here too. Ooh, Dr. Ward. That'd be fun. <laughs> that would be... That would be a that would be a I don't moment. know if he would do it though. Because oh, it's so public. Yeah, and it's coming out against like a direct action. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, maybe now that everything's like said and done, like he might be willing to discuss it a little bit more. Maybe. Or even just be able to just kind of give his not like his strict opinion, but like an overview of what he thinks happened or what what all actually happened. Well, and he would might at this point be able to give us more of an insight of like how this is actually impacting us this year. Yeah. Because by now, slash here in the next few weeks, he's probably going to hear back about what kind of funding we actually have. Yeah, that's true. So here in the next few weeks, you know, we might be able to, you know, get some, maybe just email him some questions like, you know, hey, so what is the actual impact this has made on us? What have you been told no for? When do you get answers? Those kinds of things. Because essentially what happened was there was a budget cut to the performing arts at our university. And it wasn't like like ten percent. It was it was huge. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was like thirty five or forty percent. Well that would that yeah, that was a proposed cut. Yeah. I think they got it down some. I don't think it's as much as what they initially had proposed. Right. But it was really there didn't seem to be any other department getting as big of a cut. No. There wasn't, I mean, they, they keep, they kept saying like, oh, no, every department's getting something cut from them. Everything's happening all around campus. Right. But the biggest one was from the arts department, the theater department, the music mm-hmm. department, all that kind of stuff. Right. Which, of course, for some reason, what do we go after first? <laughs> yeah. But, but, but yeah, that's like a whole thing we can get into. Yeah. So. I, feel like, I feel like now we're like chomping at the bit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Podcast number two. we <laughs> <laughs> <Literally> changed. <laughs> but <laughs> let me go get changed. Uh, oh my goodness. But yeah, no, I feel like that could be a real topic. Yeah. Because I think anytime something happens in your life where 
you feel like you're being undervalued happens and it's just like when you go you go get offered a job and you have all the skills they're looking for you have tons of you know actual experience doing those kinds of things and then they come out with you come at you with a little ball offer like let's, let's pay you nine dollars an hour yeah. that's essentially what's going on with brad right now yeah brad's been there for three years and he's gotten a 50 cent raise after six months and then never another raise again. Really? Yeah. He gets paid Weird. $9 an hour for all the work he does. Whoa. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, it's really bad. And it's this locally owned, wonderful company. Like, I feel like their morals are great and, like, they really support the community. And I'm not going to, like, call them out on this because I don't want to make things rough for him. Right. But, like, it's kind of garbage. The way yeah. they're treating him. Especially the white. I mean, he like he works like almost eight, nine hour shifts. He does work nine hour shifts. And that's like. Then he goes in at seven, gets home at like four forty-five. Mm-hmm. So he gets an hour break for lunch. So I guess he works eight hours. But still. But still, I mean, he comes home like drenched in sweat in the summertime. Right. And I mean, they have him do things that they really should hire a professional for for maintenance and things like that. So I mean, it's it feels like that. It feels like. I'm being offered, you know, seven twenty-five for my professional yeah. career field. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like I'm being offered, and it also feels like they're saying, "Eh, well, you don't have any value." Those kinds of things. But this is just the tip yeah. of that ginormous iceberg, and that can play into a huge, like, national debate as well. Um, I feel like. National bait cued this up, but um, I feel like we're also going to have a little bit of a chat about cannabis at some point. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, we'll try not to hit like the two like like obvious topics or anything like that. But I, I mean, just anything that's really been going big, and especially like the news and stuff like that. I mean, everyone can go just look up the news, but we'll, right. I mean, we'll just give our opinions about it and. Yeah, and definitely don't come here for the facts. Like, don't right. come. Yeah, don't come here to find out what happened. Go find out what happened, and then come listen to the yeah. podcast. We'll do our own research. Yeah. But our word is not fact. It's not what you should 100 percent base everything you believe off of. Right. Cause because we're gonna have looked into what happened, and then be like, so did you hear about like those boys got trapped in a cave in Thailand, and then right. talk about what happened and like how did this happen and like. How and we'll give our opinions, and because we're clearly not experts on anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just the tea. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Uh, that was that was a good fifteen minutes, my friend. Yeah. And, like, it came easier than I thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to get different chairs because my ass hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that, too. I was like, man, I need a different chair. I, mean, I have my computer chair. I, that I, could use. I, have, I have my computer chair, so, too. Yeah, let's I've been, that next time. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to readjust it. it, it it's, we're not here for a comfy time. We're here for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you see I'm leisuring? Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, that's a special shout-out to Jenna Marbles. Oh, yes. I feel like that's kind of a little bit of, like, what inspired me to, like, want to do this. Because, like, I just, like, was watching the Jenna and Julian thing. And, like, I'm watching Ear Biscuits from Rhett and Link from mm. Good Mythical Morning. And, like, those, like, relationships remind me so much of ours. Like, just, like, they, they play off each other. We make each other laugh. Like, we're comedic genius. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I don't know. I just feel like it's possible that other people would be interested in these conversations. And if not, cool. (laughs) I mean, that's really what this is. We're throwing this out there, getting a little earworm started, Mm -hmm. and um, we're going to have a good time doing so, I believe. But is there any other conversation topics you had for today? No, not really. I mean, this was just kind of a get-to-know-each-other and... Each other, I'm very enjoying. But get introduce me and yeah. get kind of our thing started. And get a get a feel for what's up, mm-hmm. what the tea is. But um, there will probably always be a dog barking in the background. Yeah, this isn't. We're literally filming in our kitchen right now. <laughs> so that's the tea. <laughs> and this is like in our living rooms right there. So this is like the center of the house. And every living thing is in here right now. <laughs> And, like, I, I keep hearing, like, Stormy nudge his little bell ball. Oh, yeah. And I'm, like, so ignore my 12-year-old ancient rabbit. So bear with us. I mean, we're not working with, like, the top brass equipment here either, <laughs> so it's, like, <laughs> so just bear with us, and hopefully we'll, if this keeps going, if we keep doing this. Choose to make an investment, yeah. you know, and I think that's totally worth it. And maybe, you know, in the long run, we have, like, some way to, like, have like a quiet environment yeah. for the future but with like pets in the house and like not having like a we're in an apartment right. so it's like there's impossible like, to be there's super like quiet people behind us and yeah. like yeah it's impossible to really have like a true quiet perfect environment a studio space yeah so no, one day definitely not at that point yet <laughs> no one day when we're rich and famous we'll get you with y'all from a studio space and we'll have like a big like Morgan and Jamie on the wall like Jenna and Julian do but until then, we're leisuring. <laughs> I'm leisuring. Can't you see I'm leisuring? <sighs> well, this has been a good first episode. Yeah. I'm into it. And by next time, we will have a name. So. Hopefully when we post this, we have a name. Yeah. Because really, that's ideal. Mm-hmm. Post it with a name. So people can find the original episode. Yeah. A hundred episodes from now. Hundred of these tabletop. We're gonna run out of things to say. <sighs> well, thanks for listening to the inaugural episode of whatever this is called. <laughs> oh, there's a radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for tuning in, guys. <laughs> you can turn on my customer service. Well, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Good. I hate it. <laughs> but I guess that's all for today. Yeah. This is this uh, just as a, a tag. This should be like a weekly kind of thing. Yeah. Or I think I, don't, I think you mentioned something at the beginning, but like hopefully we'll keep this. And with school coming up, we we should still keep this a thing because I already like doing this. Right. I think I think we were talking about doing like pre-filming. Um, so what we film like? Well, okay. We'll talk about that after. Yeah. We'll we'll discuss that amongst yeah. the sales. <laughs> but all y'all need to know is catch it on wherever you find podcasts or on YouTube at Tinsley Trials for now and should be there around Friday every week. That'll be our goal. So okay. to release a podcast every Friday. So you can listen to it over the weekend, watch it on YouTube, whatever. But until next time I guess. Bye y'all. Bye bye. Yay fifty four minutes. Damn. That's not bad. No it's granted it's probably gonna be a little less. Because we have to edit some little things out. Oh.